Hello, my love. Welcome to another episode of Blistopia podcast. Thank you so much for tuning back into the show this week. It is, as usual, an absolute pleasure to have you back into the show this week. We have people from 43 different countries tuning each and every week, sharing their thoughts, sending me DMs on how they love the different episodes, either the reflections or the meditations. So thank you so, so much for tuning in, for sharing the episodes with your friends, with your family, with your partner. Thank you so much for for allowing us to hang out together and for letting me be a part of your life. I just absolutely love this project. I love hanging out with you. I love listening to you and... And I love being able to share some of my deepest thoughts, ideas, and and creative, creative moments that I have. Today, we're actually going to have a very interesting episode related to boundaries. And this idea came because this week I had a very interesting coaching call with one of my clients and... In this session, we were discussing a lot. We spent pretty much the whole session talking about boundaries. And I feel like it is such a deep and important and transformative topic for women. Because... Unfortunately, we have not been educated to set boundaries. Men are educated to set boundaries, to be assertive, to communicate clearly what they want, what they don't, to be firm and assertive. But women are educated in a very different way. And this is all across the globe. You could, you know, factor a little bit, bit more, bit less in, in different countries, but I think there is a pattern all over the world and it is that women and girls are expected to smile, to accommodate, to say yes, to to be round, you know. We can't really be firm and angular and set boundaries or at least we're not educated for that. So... I really wanted, and I felt this sense of even responsibility, if if that makes sense, to bring this topic forward and and to discuss it in depth with all of the women that are following this podcast and tuning each and every week. I think that as women, sometimes we are educated to be the good girls and to say yes and to smile. And this happens from such a young age that we are just, we're just not trained to understand our boundaries, to reinforce our boundaries, to take corrective actions when these boundaries are, cr- are crossed. And we're just trained to be a good girl and to smile. Um, there's a whole episode on the good girl syndrome. That's episode 25. So if you think that that might ring a bell, you can go and check episode 25. 
but today we're going to talk all things boundaries and boundaries can be of very different natures it could be physical boundaries who gets access to your body who doesn't maybe you love hugs and physical touch with your friend with your partner maybe you don't like it so much boundaries can be sexual what you are willing to do and explore happily and the things that are a no-go for you that are an absolute hard limit that will not be explored boundaries can be intellectual sometimes when you have a very different intellectual or political opinion with someone and that person is just not respecting your point of view you might want to put some intellectual boundaries with that person a boundary can also be emotional maybe you have someone who arrives and they just start sharing their whole day life or drama with you and maybe that day you're just not available for that maybe you're never available for that from that person maybe that day you just don't feel like emotionally taking the baggage from someone else and boundaries can also be financial uh it could be i don't know if someone has a debt with you and they need to pay you back you might want to enforce some boundaries so that that person actually pays you back when they need to pay you back or when you agreed that the person would pay you back so boundaries can be of very very different natures and i think if you're doubting or whether you have good boundaries in place or not a good place to start is to feel your emotions if you're feeling angry with another person or with yourself because you feel like you're betraying yourself if you feel resentful because you said yes when you actually wanted to say no if you're feeling overwhelmed because you're taking way too many things on your plate if you're feeling weak powerless because people keep coming and going from your life and and maybe you feel powerless if any of these weird icky feelings arise it might be a huge sign that you don't have good boundaries in place and it's time to set good boundaries so some very very tangible tips five tangible tips on how to set your boundaries first of all i want you to think of two boundaries two rules two areas or situations of your life when you want to say no or you want to say stop or you want to say less two areas where you think that you could actually benefit from saying no from saying stop or from saying okay but less <laughs> and really think about these boundaries because 
not having boundaries is going to make you feel depleted. And having strong boundaries, it's going to make you feel empowered, powerful. It's going to give you peace. It's going to give you control. So what are these two areas of your life where you feel like if I could just adjust this a little bit more in this way, I would feel lighter, actually. I would feel happier. I would feel safer. I would feel calmer. Which are those two things? And once you've found them, the second point is to think why you need that boundary. Why that boundary is important. Because sometimes setting boundaries is hard. If if it's not something that you're used to doing, setting boundaries can be quite hard, especially in the beginning. Afterwards, once you get used to it, once you set a couple of boundaries, you actually love it and you start setting more and more and more boundaries. But in the very beginning, it can be quite hard. So it's important to think why you consider that this boundary is important. For example, if you're going, if you're going to say no to an event, let's say your friends invite you to an event on the weekend and you're feeling exhausted from the week, you have all of these things and to-do list also waiting at home and then the house and the dog and the kids and the whatever, you know, all of these things, you're saying no to an event, but you're actually saying yes to your peace. You're saying yes to calm. You're saying yes to relax. And then when you put it in those terms, and you say, okay, I'm saying no to this, but I'm actually saying yes to something that I value more or that I need more right now, if I'm honest with myself, it's going to help you gain strength. Because then you think, okay, I'm saying actually, I'm saying yes to peace. So sorry, I can't come to this event. So it's going to make it slightly easier for you to actually set that boundary and say, no, thank you. Not this time. It's not a good time for me, for example. A third tip, and this is important, is trying to set boundaries early on. If you're starting a new relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship or a friendship or you're starting a new job, or you're starting with a new client, whatever it is, just a new relationship. If you're aware of your boundaries and you have clear boundaries, you can set them from the very beginning. Because sometimes once the relationship has started and you have a dynamic going on, sometimes it's hard to change and to revert some of the dynamics. But if you start early on saying, look, these are the boundaries, boom, 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 boom. People are like, yeah, sure. Or mm, maybe not. But then you'll know, you know, then you'll know if that relationship is actually 
going to survive or not. If the only way that relationship will survive is at the expense of your boundaries, you might as well not even start it. <laughs> like, I know when I moved to Spain, so I lived, as you know, I'm originally from Argentina. I lived for six years in Paris and then I moved to Madrid. So the way people manage time in Paris and in Madrid is very different. In Paris, people tend to plan in advance. If you want to see a friend, you need to typically write to them 10 days in advance, maybe two weeks, set a timing. Once it's set on your agenda, it's happening. And then on the day of the meeting, you say like, hey, are we still good for tonight? Yeah, we're still good. Okay, what time do we meet? La, 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 la. And then you meet. People commit in advance and they honor their word when, when the meeting is actually supposed to happen. And then when I, so this was Paris, but then when I moved to Madrid, the way people manage time and how they're meeting and is very different. In Madrid, it's more like go with the flow. And if I, yeah, let's see each other, but let's not really commit because we might have something better coming up. So they're very open to new experiences and new events that might come up. And they don't want to commit because you never know, you know, maybe there's something better around the corner. And they have a really hard time planning in advance and they live in the present moment. So that's, it's a very different system. I'm not saying one system is better than the other one. It's just two different systems. One is a bit more planned, organized. The other one is very in the present moment. If you feel like it, you will see that person today. If you don't feel like it, you will not see that person. So there's advantages for both of the systems. But for me, when I moved from Paris into Madrid, I was very used to planning. Okay, we will meet each other in 10 days. That's perfect. Then in 10 days, I would try to do the same in Madrid. I would be like, okay, cool. We meet in 10 days. Then, I don't know, the day before, maybe the day before the meeting, I would talk to someone and be like, okay, cool. So we're meeting tomorrow. And they were like, Why? What, what tomorrow? We never said anything. And I'm like, yeah, we said nine days ago that we were meeting tomorrow. I had it on my agenda. <laughs> like I booked this time for you. And you are not honoring your word. And this is actually disrespectful of my time because I have many things to do and I dedicated this time to you because I really want to see you. And they were like, oh no, but actually tomorrow I have whatever, whatever, something else. And it happened to me a couple of times in the beginning that I was like shocked, shocked. And then what happened was that I had to set boundaries with people. I was like, look, this is the way I work. I like to plan things in advance because I am a very busy person and I have many things that I want to do with my partner, with friends. I do sports. I have a business. I have a dog. I have many things. I have a pretty full and beautiful life. But the only way I can manage to do all of that is if I plan in advance. So I had to let people know, look, this is how I work. If we say Thursday, it's Thursday or else you're not going to see me in three weeks. And 
if I'm absolutely honest with you, there were some cases where it didn't match because people, some people were very, very used to just going with the flow and meeting if they felt like or not. But I just don't work in that way. If you want to see me, we plan. I also made an effort. Okay, it doesn't have to be the Parisian way, 10 days in advance, but maybe we plan three, four days in advance. But if we said that we're meeting, uh, I will be available for you and I expect you to be also available for me that day since we agreed. And with some people, it just didn't match because they had a very different style and they weren't willing to do any commitments or or any compromises. I tried to make a bit of compromise, but I couldn't go into the full-blown, let's just go with the flow. So with some people, it just didn't work. And then with some people, we were able to find a middle ground and there was a bit of a negotiation in the beginning of many relationships and friendships when I got in Madrid. And and I managed to set my boundaries on how I organize my time and my life. And with those people where there wasn't a match, it was like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to sustain a friendship where you are going to be canceling on me every time. You know, I have other things to do. So all of that to say that it's important to set your boundaries early on. If you're entering into a new job, new romantic relationship, new friendship, new relationship of any kind, set your boundaries early on so that you save yourself a lot of trouble. The fourth tip to have healthy boundaries is when they are crossed, to communicate and to reinforce them. You have your boundaries. Sometimes someone might cross them. So it's important that with a very nice tone and everything, you tell this person, hey, look, this is my boundary. You've just crossed it. It's not okay. I would really appreciate if you could do X, Y, Z. So... It's also important to to recognize when they've been crossed and to make sure that that limit that you've set is reinforced. If a person is crossing your boundaries every time, you've told them nicely a first time, you've told them in a firm way the second time, and they still do it, that means there's a problem. And that means that that person is not really respecting you and a whole new conversation needs to start. Especially at work, this might happen a lot. Let's say you finish your work at 6 p.m. and your boss is always writing to you at 6.30. Um, it might be interesting to reinforce that boundary. Sometimes it's just like, okay, you write to me at 6.30 I will not answer. I will answer tomorrow, 9 a.m. when I'm back at work. So sometimes it can be subtle and they will get the hint. 
And if they're still not getting the hint, maybe that's interesting to have a conversation with your boss in this case, for example, saying, look, my hours are nine to six. If you need me, I'm fully available from nine to six. At 6.30, I am not available. I'm sorry. Um, And then the tip number five is to adjust your boundaries if needed. Boundaries are there to protect you, to give you peace, to give you a sense of control on your life, but they're not set in stone. So if you need to adjust boundaries and try different things and switch to really feel what feels better to you, what's the structure that makes you feel better, just feel free to adjust and to change and to communicate new boundaries when you decide to adjust those boundaries. So I'm going to end this with something quite deep that is related to boundaries. And it's the fact that boundaries are very, very, very linked to your self-love. If you think about protecting something and you are protecting, I don't know, a forest or you're protecting an endangered species or you're you're protecting something you're protecting a relationship you're protecting something when you protect something is because you feel like that thing is so special and so important to you and so worth protecting if it wasn't important you just wouldn't protect it right you would leave it as it is you wouldn't really care but if if something is truly important for you and something is truly worth it, you will protect it. So boundaries and self-love are absolutely intertwined. If you feel like you are amazing, kind, beautiful, intelligent, talented, um, you will protect yourself because you're worth protecting right because you love you so you will protect yourself but if your image of yourself is not that one and you don't see yourself with loving eyes and you don't see your worth you might not protect yourself because you think you're not worth the protection so if you're having an issue with boundaries, I would really, really invite you, if you can and if you want, to dig a little deeper into self-love. Do you think you're worth protecting? Do you love yourself enough to protect yourself? Because there might be some interesting thoughts and interesting feelings coming out of this. I will leave you with this reflection. I hope you have an amazing, amazing week. I'm sending you a huge hug from my house in Madrid. I will see you on the next episode 
And in the meantime, in Blistopia we trust. <laughs> <laughs>